and welcome to a special episode of Say Something Interesting. The reason it's special is last week we kind of started season three a little bit, but uh, sort of ended season two. Megan has been with me uh, for the last year. Uh, Unfortunately, her work schedule uh, made it so that she could not continue to do this free podcast. Uh, The paychecks just were not big enough. So uh, we got a new host (laughs) Uh, this is somebody who I, I'm excited for you guys. This is, I, I wish there was like a drum roll for each feature or something like that, but there's not. Um, but go ahead and say something before they even say your name. I just want to see if people recognize your voice before. Um, welcome to Eastlake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The intro video. <laughs> you may know her from the intro video, everybody. Uh, her name's Mallory, and uh, we are excited to have Mallory. She uh, graciously uh, accepted to be a, a part of season three of this thing. Uh, Mallory's been a part of Eastlake for how many years now? Well, if we count the time I was gone since since you guys have and been we around, do. Yeah, yeah, she so went. So I'd to, say ten years. She went to graduate school over at Vanderbilt yes. uh, in Nashville for a little while, but she skyped in and, and watched every single message. <laughs> she told me she never missed a single week. I <laughs> uh, went to a great church over there called Cross Point. Yes. Uh, got married. She was yes. when she first started coming to East Lake. She was single, uh, and then she she met a man. Uh, did mm-hmm. you meet him at East Lake? No, I met him through WSU friends. Could, could you say that you met him at East Lake to try and like you know inspire people? I could, people? Yeah. I could. Okay. but he comes to East Lake. He does. Uh, his name's <laughs> Alex. He's a, a good dude. And uh, since then, you've also had a baby. Yes. Uh, her name's Kinsley. Mm-hmm. She, Kinsley is two. Two years old. Yes. And she is also with child as we speak. <laughs> like literally, we are on baby watch right now. So this is an interesting thing because. Like she's she's gonna start this podcast, but like your your due date's in uh, nine days. No, uh, today's the eighteenth, so we're six days. So, okay, Wait. so six days. So you yes. you're gonna show up to a job like this, uh, <laughs> and then you're gonna take a maternity leave, uh, and you're the new host. But then we're gonna have to fill it in with uh, on maternity break for a while, depending um, on how good of a baby we have. Exactly, we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna play everything by ear. Yes. So it's it's uh it's a real crapshoot here for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> But uh, I think uh, uh, Mallard's one of our favorites. Kylie and I aren't supposed to have favorites, but we're super biased. And uh, she also oversees all of our wear love uh, operations, uh, oversees base camp and helps out in so many different ways. Has been a part of uh, just as a volunteer on our elementary team, I think since the beginning, really, um, since at Southridge days. And uh, so anyways, super excited to have her in here uh, as part of po- uh, uh, part of the podcast. You'll know. I mean, like, she's crazy smart. That's just who we have been attracting is just awesome, <laughs> great, smart people. And I love it because it makes up for what I bring to the table. And uh, so I'm super excited to have you a uh, part of the podcast. Yes. And I didn't realize until you just walked in the door and you're like, I'm super nervous. And I'm like, I was thinking to myself, why are you nervous? We've, you've done this before. You've never been a guest to this. I've never. How I've actually possible? never talked into a microphone like this. Have you ever heard yourself? No, um, I don't know what's going to be worse watching myself up on the videos. Okay, or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard I think I think the videos is probably worse. Yeah, like every time I know I'm on the video, I like purposely walk in late, so I'm not just like sitting <laughs> by someone and then they're like, "Oh, good morning." They look good over morning. at you and they're oh, like, "Hey, you. wait a second, this is super awkward." <laughs> Um, but I love podcasts, so I think I'm a little bit of a. You do love podcasts. We have lots of conversations about that. What's yes. what's the what's a go to? What, what are like two two t- uh, top recommendations for you right now that you listen to every week? So every week, what got me into podcasts? Definitely This American Life. I listen to This American Life, and then um, Annie Downs. Um, ha- her, it's not called Happy Hour. It's called um, That Sounds Fun, and she okay. has different. And she actually goes to cross point too so that's how i found out about her but um i listen to a lot of news npr podcasts anything or true crime any anything that 
Um, Do you and, listen to them with Kinsley in the car? Um, certain ones, yes. Is there a certain ones you won't? Oh, oh yeah. I, I uh, oh yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to be like my kids even are like, older now, and so I have to like filter that out. And, and I, even if it's just like a real, what I think to be a safe podcast, and then you have kids in the car, and you're like, oh, crap, I gotta just listen right. to the radio again. So reply all. I think Eric's mentioned this before. Yeah, I like reply all. That was, a, um, uh, but that can be iffy. About, uh, they yeah. can have some stuff on there that I'm like, oh, and she's old enough now that she repeats. She's a talker, so she repeats um, everything we say now. So yeah. I gotta be careful. <laughs> and she's a good talker too, man. Yes. I can't remember what she she uh, she comes uh. to staff meetings with us because uh, Mallory works part time here at the church, and uh, and so she'll bring her in and and let her play around, and and we start her off on Netflix and on an iPad, and and by about ten minutes in, she's usually crawling all over, throwing <laughs> yes. stuff on the floor, creating messes for us. But she said she said uh, like a full sentence the other day in the room, yes. and. It was uh, enlightening to me because right now Clive just comes up and just Allah, 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 and he thinks he's saying stuff to me and I have no idea what he's saying. Uh, so I'm not used to that. Again, it's been a while since we've had the kid like kind of learning to talk. So fun to hear her kind of do her thing. And are you excited for round two? I am. Um, Clive has three older siblings that talk for him. So that's uh, yeah, the, that's absolutely. The, that's that's it. the transition. Yeah. He's finally figured out how to point to things, which has been really nice. Like, I don't know what you want, buddy. And then they'll just like guide me through. So anyways. Yeah, yeah we're excited. A little nervous for the transition, but excited to. And it's a little boy. So Kinsley will have a little brother and she's obsessed with babies. So oh, we'll man. watch out when she has her blanket or whatever she's shoving onto the baby. Now, I haven't heard a name and I'm not putting you on the spot. We're like still undecided. Okay. We're gonna be like Fox um, There's other East Lake members, the Jacksons, um, that have waited at the hospital. I think they waited three days before they named their oldest. Yeah. So I don't know. Thing two is that. Well, we, just... we have opinionated family members, so every time we've shared a name, uh, it's not, everyone. Yeah. yeah it's so now one. we're just like, well, maybe, and we've listened to opinions. So now we're kind of up in the air. Yeah. So we'll see. Good. I, as long as Brent's on the list, I am happy <laughs> to oblige and share that. Uh, but uh, anyways, hey, uh, so let's get uh, we'll okay. get down to the uh, nitty gritty of this podcast. It's a follow up podcast for those of you who are kind of new to this thing. Uh, from Sunday morning, it, it's it's supposed to be not a like a rehashing of what we said on Sunday, but kind of a reflection, uh, thoughts and insights uh, to take the conversation a little bit further. Uh, and then we usually close with a little something interesting that we have found kind of interesting in our own personal life. Uh, this week we did part two of our series on miracles called Just This Once. Uh, we looked at the miracle of the royal official's son who was sick, who showed up and requested from Jesus to come heal his son, and Jesus... Uh, in the story, he says, go home and trust me uh, that your son is going to be healed, and that's exactly what the royal official does. Uh, we get instances a, a couple of times in the New Testament of Jesus doing something and somebody taking him at his word, and uh, then like the centurion would have a son, and, and, the, and then Jesus would admire, say, that, wow, the faith of the centurion. In this instance, that kind of doesn't take place, um, but what we do see is a man who is expected to and asked to trust Jesus based on the testimony and the the you know his validity based on other people's words about him. He, he had never met the guy, or at least in the story, that's what the assumption is. He had heard about him, had uh, walked for days uh, in order to make this work, hours at least. 
um, and uh, probably left a, a dying son at home to kind of come out and get, get all the emotions involved with the desperation of a, of a dying family member and a dying son. Uh, and it was a, a big a big kind of step to be able to go out and do that and not to you know have any, any anything to go with and go home to an empty uh, or go home to a probably angry wife like dude you were at you had one job what are you doing I almost likened it I almost had this story of like uh, Dumb and Dumber when Lloyd Christmas goes to uh, the, the <laughs> goes to the grocery store to go pick up something and he comes back with all the doodads and and uh, just that visual of going and, and coming back with the wrong thing but uh, anyways that that was kind of the big point of it. And I tried to liken it to the entire New Testament. That's how that's how those of us in 2019 are expected to kind of um, treat uh, uh, our faith and in, in who we believe Jesus is. Our faith is based on the testimony of other people. Do we believe that Matthew um, is truthful when he talks about Jesus? Do we believe it when Luke writes about it and John writes about it? And that's the position that we are all in. What are we going to do with the stuff that we have that we've been given and kind of presented to? Did I sum that up about right? Did you attend first or second service? I attended first. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so I think um, it reminds me of like growing up of you're told all the miracles that Jesus performed. Like those are like the Sunday school stories right. that you recall. Um, and so... I think definitely it, you know, if you grew up in church, those are things that you have heard or been told and you kind of just, oh yeah, that happens, you know, that's, yeah. that, that's totally a thing. normalizes yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, Jesus turned water into wine and you know, what's wine and what is that? And he feeds all these people. And, and as a kid, you think like maybe it fully happened or maybe it's a story. And that's the part where I think as an adult, you get older and you're, you can, normalize it to say like I'm okay with believing maybe things that would I wouldn't see today yeah absolutely uh and I forgot to mention this kind of the introduction of, of Mallory and we'll probably over the next few weeks kind of expand more about uh, you know your love north con- uh, connection and but you were a teacher uh, yeah. so not only do you volunteer in the kids area mm-hmm. but you also and I, I've never understood this for somebody who lives and breathes teaching and then you come to church and you're like I'm gonna pick kids to volunteer in like I would think you were you'd be sick of kids but and you'd... I think a lot of teachers are like that I think it's a different atmosphere though because you don't have to teach you just get to hang out you don't have to I mean we're teaching them about Jesus but it's such a um, low risk environment you're not uh, like having to test them every three months and, ha- right. you know, the discipline and you get to kind of just love, love on them. That's a good commercial for yes. and East Lake kids. <laughs> this is so great guys. And By the way, if you're like, interested, East Lake Jackson, he's like, comes left. Thinking of like London, I've known London, Brent's oldest since she was in kindergarten. Yeah. So you get to see kids Bef- grow yeah, up before that. Yeah, yeah. Even before that. Yeah. I mean, she just knew the ropes. Like, Kinsley is learning now, like knew where yeah. the candy was. We had candy and we have candy in elementary. Yeah. So all the younger kids figure out like, oh, I want to go in there um, and get <laughs> right, a piece exactly, of candy. Right. Um, <laughs> but you get to see kids grow up through that, um, those stages. And um, I think it's super special. And you're at these formative stages where you are, uh, you are training them. I mean, like these stories uh, of the Bible, like they, they may not grasp the implications of them until a later date, but you're inundating them with the knowledge. I feel like, I am able to read through some of this or, or recollect stories like the Centurion or like, you know, I don't know, the water and the wine thing so much because as a kid, I just remember being told these things and you don't mm-hmm. question if they're true or what, well, you know, you have questions about uh, one version says 4,000, 5,000. As a kid, you're just like, I love, I'm, in bur- I'm immersed with the stories 
and that's enough for me at, the, at this at this moment. And then as we kind of get older and adapt our faith a little bit, we explore different avenues for understanding that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, so I, I think that that's always kind of an important deal. And I think your oh um, your analogy on like you know oh you get a check written for you owe a bill for. $150 and then you get a check in the mail for $250 and someone, Oh, that's, that's Jesus. That's a miracle. Um, but I do think there are things in our lives that we equate to that, whether it be a small miracle, a big miracle, like you can, if you're looking for those signs in your life, it's up to you to be able to recognize them. Right. Right. And it, you know, you still sometimes someone's like that was not you know you get the hundred and fifty dollar check every month like it's, come on it's all about like what am I going into this as am I going this into this as a skeptical bias or am I looking for mm -hmm. reasons for something to be miraculous because I can think it's miraculous uh, that I avoided traffic on the way home from uh, from work and usually it's packed on G way but for some reason traffic and I'm just saying yesterday at five o'clock I don't know what happened but there was nothing on G way how how is that possible yes. and all of a sudden you know I can be like oh that's such a miracle or. Or, you know, there's or there's something more, and and I, it's interesting. I was just talking with um, Jaylen about this. Uh, she dropped off some stuff at the house yesterday, and she talked about how it's been an interesting series for her. She's really enjoyed it because she works. She's a doctor. She works in the medical field, and so you get all of that language. You get faced with that a lot more than say if you worked in a technical field or you know did something different. You're working with people who are literally coming in with illnesses, sicknesses, bad news, death, you know, dying, uh, and then all of a sudden miraculous or or whatever sort of recovery where you can't explain it and you get all these families a praying for miracles, b claiming miracles on some stuff, and just the emotions involved in that. It's been it's been an interesting ride for her. I I know. So yeah. Yeah, and knowing Jalen too, she will always give you the literal, real side of things too. Like, if you know, you know, she's really big into nutrition and how you should eat and what that looks like. Um, but she's pretty frank with her patients and what that looks like. But it's also been engaging to learn from Jalen in that regards that she still has, she still totally believes in her medical career and medical schooling that she's done but she also has faith that maybe that she learned nothing about in her 10 years of schooling right right and so it's always engaging to learn from her and we were in a long-term group with uh you guys and uh uh john and jaylen uh for 18 months or so and uh, we would always go, uh, and there's only a couple homes that were big enough because we had so many stinking kids. <laughs> uh, the Pritchards were one of them. Ours was one of them. But anytime we would go over to the Pritchards, like whoever was hosting would have like the main entree to the meal, and her meals were always so healthy, <laughs> so always. good. And always. here I am bringing Doritos to the group. You know what I mean? <laughs> little little shout out, or not shout out, calling out Alex. So he'd always sometimes be like, "What are we having for dinner?" Yeah, Alex would come in <laughs> like, with a bag. Um, so, yeah. like, what are we having? He still has Taco should Bell on his a, lips. Should I have a quesadilla before yeah. we head over there? <laughs> Love it, dude. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah, go home hungry. Oh, it's it's as healthy as can be still because we have the Schneiders, who's all she's a doctor. Yeah, and then we have Jeremy and Randy who yeah. cook really well too, and then. Yeah. It was the best culinary group we had oh, ever totally. been a part of. That's yes. and that's not a slam on our current group or <laughs> anything like that. But uh yeah, yes. that was I uh I ate pretty well during that that period of my life. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, that's the another. So we're doing commercials for long-term groups. We're doing commercials Definitely for, for serving, serving kids. doing the intro video. Oh, yeah. So absolutely. many great so things. So many things. <laughs> and then eventually we talk you into doing the podcast and you're nervous <laughs> and you're doing great. But. Um, good. I, I close the message uh, with that verse uh, that he kind of follows up with. And really, it's one that probably could have been kind of, uh, Megan was, was talking to me about this in between services, kind of a, a, a main verse or a hub verse for the entire series. I mentioned John's thesis at the end of the, the book of John about how I wrote these things so that you might believe. But even this one is just as important. And I, I kind of feel foolish for not bringing it up in week one, but uh, verse 29 of chapter 20, because you've seen me, you've believed. Like he's, he, Jesus is just basically making a comment to these people. You've seen me, but it's no great feat that you believe because look, wh- what, else, what other options do you have? But blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed, which is puts us in the category of all of us. Like we haven't, for the most part, haven't seen. Um, and I know there might be some people like, well, I have, because again, I got to check or whatever. But for the most part, uh, we, uh, we're we going through in our level of faith is do we trust what other people have to say about who Jesus was and what are we going to do with all of that? And um, I'm, I'm my, my hope, I knew going into this series, putting it, the, the word miracles uh, in front of a series uh, w- would make it kind of an interesting, like, ooh, you know, I, I don't know, hyper-spiritual, hyper, you know, spirituality, whatever, supernatural deal. Um, my hope was to balance it out and look at John's take on these things uh, to kind of present us with a, a method of reality that incorporates miracles, because you just it's hard to read the New Testament and deny that they happened. Um, but, uh, but, but then we look at our daily life and go, I don't need that in order to believe Uh, there's, there's enough firm ground to believe, even if I never personally have experienced one. So, well, and I think too, we want to make sure we mention it because if, you know, we say these like kicking the tires of Christianity, um, you want to be sure that someone who, you know, is just checking out, he's like for the first time that, Hey, we know, like, we know, like, we're believing things that we haven't seen. Like, we haven't seen that. We can't tell you, like, I broke my arm and it was healed. Like, yeah. that did not happen to me. I broke my arm and I paid $5,000 to get <sighs> it fixed right. from the hospital. Yeah. You know, I think I think taking those things... And not that, that you didn't pray or not that no. you know, people weren't praying for you or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I always feel it's interesting um, when I'll do a series like this, our prayer requests will... Uh, I, I feel like go up in number or mm-hmm. whatever, just because that now it feels like there's an opening of a door for some sort of a miracle. And by the way, I, I need this. And I, I'm, tr- I'm, I definitely do not devalue a, a, a prayer in any way, shape or form. I, and I do think that miracles can happen, but I, I think almost as a follow-up to this, almost like a series on prayer would be kind of important. Now, I don't have that in the calendar right now, but because um, where does, where does prayer fit into mm-hmm. the miracle piece? But yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, it allows us to be one with each other that like, Hey, I feel the same way. Like it's, you know, living by faith, walking by faith. Like that's something I, it's not just comes to you. Like, I feel like it's something I try to work on that, you know, if something's not going well, you're like, okay, well, this isn't how I imagined it turning out. Um, you know, but I can still have faith even though it's not what I'm expecting. I'm out of control of the um, outcome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and looking at it relatively and saying, is it any less of a miracle that a marriage was able to survive this incident that they went through? And I know it wasn't like I got to see 
you know, a broken bone get healed, but like I got to see two people make it through infidelity and still come out the other side going, I'm still committed to loving this person as my husband or as my wife or whatever. Like that's a freaking miracle. You know what I mean? Like for some of the crap that people are going through and to continue to even have faith in spite of circumstances, that's a miracle, you know? Um, I, so I think sometimes it's about where you're looking for it. And, and is it like, you know, I need something to alter the physical universe or is it, um, this just doesn't make any sense. And yet they, they still are for each other or they still believe in each other or they, or they still believe in God or, or have some sort of a faith in spite of the circumstances. That's, that's just as much a miracle for me sometimes. So anyways, yeah. Yeah. I guess. And just, I talked about it earlier, her podcast, but, um, we were debating on books that we were going to, or someone was, we were talking about what books would be good for a women's group. And there were two books, remember God by Annie Downs and, um, another one by Lisa. I don't always say her name right. Tierkirst or, um, but, Annie Downs book. I suggested that one. It's called Remember God. Not to, I mean, if you're going to read it, it's a great book, but it doesn't have a happy ending. Like she talks about singleness in it and how she's 38 and she's prayed to be married like for every year of her life. And she's still not, at the end of the book, she's still not married. It's not like a happy go lucky Christian book that it's like, <laughs> and then I, went on I prayed and it was the year of the bride and all of these things. It, it's like, <laughs> no, I'm bride. Right. And she like talks about it in her podcast a little bit, how she was like embarrassed to like publish the book because she wanted it to be the ending that everyone imagined. She was waiting for the last chapter to be written. Yeah. yeah. And she's like this kind of public figure in Nashville that like, I'm sure she gets it all the time. Like, you know, oh, she's still not married or, you know, yeah. she's prayed for that. And um, so it just, that book reminded me of this series that she is able to share her story and say, it's like, there's still no miracle, but I still believe in him. Like, I still believe that he has me, whether or not my, my choice of the outcome is going to be that or not. Right. Right. Good. Well, uh, that's, uh, I think that's a pretty solid kind of follow up from this uh anything else that you had in your notes she came super prepared you guys like handwritten <laughs> notes everywhere like the the bar for her expectation is pretty high what, what did you do? i'd love to hear what you did in preparation it was is this all on sunday morning well i just... was a little nervous because i know megan i'm megan and i are um different in some ways but similar in some ways too she's going to school for teaching and yeah um like she talks about her school all the time about how she prepares and preps. And um, so I knew she talked to you between services. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so she has that kind of background of what? So I. Um, right. Of which course, made it easy for her to just translate that into our yes, conversations. Into con- right. um, so it's going to be a little bit harder with you. Yes. Not to mention like your Sunday morning times <laughs> are sometimes split between uh, you're doing base camp and then all of a sudden we're low on elementary. So you just go in and you're like, yes. when am I going to be able to see this? Yeah. And which is honestly probably a good um, like self check that like, it's like, okay, I have to go into service and a good time to just yeah. let someone else. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you can think you are important and need to be there. Right. right. <laughs> and like, nope, you need to be in church just like everyone else. Yeah. Um, so That's I good commercial, <laughs> lots of good commercials today, y'all. Um, so I went to service of course, and then, um, took notes just on the note card. I am actually not a great, um, note taker in church. Um, I will, but like, I never look back at them. So I like that we have our follow-up podcast, the 
Talks podcast. Okay, like 10th commercial. We also have another podcast yeah. that's just the sermons. But I benefit from those more because even if I am in church, whether it be sitting by someone or whatever's going on, I like to go back and listen to those. So I went sure. back and took notes from there, too. I need to. This is off topic and, and probably not re- <laughs> like recording worthy, but I should print off a copy of my notes and as I'm thinking about it. A copy of my notes so that you have something to go off of, too, because oh, yeah. that'll be a lot easier for you. Oh, of your notes, yeah. yes. So re- re- like remind the, me to do the that. the professor's cliff notes, yes. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, good. Um, all right. Well, this uh, we're going to transition to our, our closing thing, our Say Something Interesting. This is basically uh, just something that we found interesting. It, it may or may not be related to the topic from Sunday. Typically, it's not. It's just kind of something that we think is cool to talk about. And uh, hope, hopefully, if you got nothing out of that last part, then this at least will be interesting for you. Do you want to go first? you want me to go first? Sure. Go I'll go first. Um, so I actually... Um, confession. I, as I was driving here, I'm like, oh gosh, yes, we do say something interesting. Um, but I typically, I also like part-time, super part-time have, um, some students in online courses and we do like a homeroom each week and, um, they like are from all over the, um, country. But one of the things we always share is kind of like a, just story about kids. Like there's like this online, um, news site and one of them, and actually it's been going around a lot of other news sites. Um, and it has to do with Tennessee, and I lived in Nashville. Um, in that area, like sports and schools, like are, it is your life. Like if you are a Vanderbilt person, you are a Vanderbilt. Well, actually more like UT or University of Kentucky, like uh, Vanderbilt's just kind of on their own. Um, but all the SEC schools and I mean, people are diehards. And there hey, Vanderbilt's was- the Jesuit school, is that right? No. No, it's not? I thought in private school, no? No, oh, it's a private school. Oh, okay. I but mean, it... maybe it used to be Jesuit. I should know that. Okay, I, I can't. Uh, no, maybe it used to be. So is it Baptist? No. Just it's, Christian? Just... No, n- none. Just private. Just private. Maybe it used to be. Maybe it. it's like. Um, you keep talking. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I don't. I should know that. You should. Um, you're a grad. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and my dad, my dad would be one that he would be upset that I didn't know that. <laughs> um, but there was this little boy in a town in Tennessee. They had some colors day, like sports colors day, wear your favorite team and his favorite team. I wonder if you've heard this story. I'm sure you have Brent. And he, his team was university of Tennessee, but he didn't have a UT shirt. So his teacher was just like, and I would totally have told a kid to do this, like just wear an orange shirt. Like, you're good. Like, just wear an orange shirt. Like, you don't have to have the shirt. But, you know, that's the teacher saying that. Well, the kid wears the orange shirt to school and decides, like, well, I want a sign. So he made a UT, like, on a little piece of notebook paper, put UT, U of T. And, of course, some girls were. And I don't know how made fun of he was, but the girls made fun of him enough, like, at lunch. Like, that's stupid or kind of made fun of. So then the teacher gets on Facebook and is like, hey, can anyone help my kid out and give him a UT shirt? Like, you know, he's a fan and he got teased at school. Well, UT came in big and like gave him. Decked him out. Yeah. And they made the T-shirt 
an actual t-shirt and have sold like $50,000 or 50,000 shirts of his t-shirt, just like took a scan of the shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then offered him, of course, like, I mean, it's great PR for them. Yeah, um, right, right. Uh, offered him like four-year scholarship if he meets academic needs or, or academic requirements. So is it Jesuit? You're looking. No, it's not. I think it's just private. Well, it started off as a, a Methodist church. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it was uh, founded by the Methodist Episcopal Church of the okay. South, and then they split in... Uh, uh, a long time ago, 1914. Okay. Hard to know because there's so. a church on every corner in, I know. <laughs> in the South. <laughs> but there you go. But yeah, so cool little fun story. That's Show awesome. kids and yeah. Are, yeah. They, are the shirts still for sale? Yeah, they're still for sale cool. on the UT site. Awesome. Uh, mine has to do with an article I read uh, in this week's issue of The Atlantic uh, from a kind of a local uh, local guy. Jim Mattis uh, <laughs> is uh, the former Secretary of Defense, yes. Jim Mattis, James Mattis, excuse me. Um, and uh, in The Atlantic, it, it, uh, the article is uh, called Why I Had to Leave or Why I, Let me see. The Man Who Couldn't Take It Anymore by Jeffrey Goldberg. And uh, it, it basically uh, is an interview with him uh, about why he resigned as uh, the Secretary of Defense and kind of what he's doing now. But the thing I loved a lot about it was as I was reading it, it's the guy came to the Tri-Cities, came to Richland, and interviewed him and talked about walking along the Columbia River as he's interesting as he's interviewing him. And I'm like... Dude, I know where they're walking. This is crazy. It's in the Atlantic, which is really great. But th that's not why I really like the story. I really like the story because um, he just seems like an interesting guy. He, he's had he's got a book coming out, um, and in this story, he he writes about how um, he's got like a, a view on politics uh, that I think is like sorely needed. Like he he definitely disagreed with Trump on so many different things, and yet was able to put like the focus of the nation in front of it. Uh, but then eventually did uh, offers a reg resignation and. He in his book he he published his resignation letter and in this article he kind of talks about a little bit uh, uh, that's included in it and I'll just read this real quick on this is why he he did it uh, my views on treating allies with respect and also being clear eyed about both malign actors and strategic competitors are strongly held and informed by over four decades of immersion in these issues we must do everything possible to advance an international order that is most conducive to our security prosperity and values and we are strengthening this effort by the solidarity of our alliances. Because you have the right to a secretary of defense whose views are better aligned with yours on these and other subjects. I believe it's right for me to step down from my position because you deserve the right to have somebody aligned with yours. I mean, he didn't attack him. Um, he Trump, even though he disagreed with him, he just said, hey, you deserve somebody that you know would work better with you. And it's just not going to be me because I'm not going to do the things that you're expecting me to do. And therefore, I step away. And there's like this thing about the code of silence in there where he's like, I'm not going to offer a critique of – uh, a sitting U.S. president. It doesn't help the ultimate cause of this uh, moving forward. I'm gonna. I, I, not that I don't have an opinion, and not that my free free speech is being validated. Or I signed I signed an NDA, and I said I wouldn't talk about it or anything <laughs> right. like that. Uh, but like, it, it doesn't. I'm looking at the bigger picture. It doesn't help me moving forward in this way. Uh, not that I'll, I'll always forever remain silent. It was just. It was so good. It was like a, a breath of fresh air. I'm sure. Uh, you know, we, we don't align on on everything politically with everybody all the time. That's obvious in politics. But like this kind of um, generosity, this kind of charity towards that, this um, I always appreciate a good we agree to disagree and can be civilized in the discourse in involved in it. And this was just a prime example of it and a local hero guy, whatever. Um, and uh, so anyways, I sent a link out on my Twitter feed yesterday 
Um, so if you follow at Brent Johnson on there, you can follow that. Or if you just type in, you know, Google Atlantic, the Atlantic and James Mattis, um, you'll probably see it. His new book, uh, is coming out or just came out this last week too. I've got a, uh, it's on my wish list in Amazon. So I'm sure I'll pick it up if I can't find it cheaper at Costco. Uh, but the book, hold on, I can't quite reach it. Here we go. Uh, the book is called Call Sign Chaos, Learning to Lead. So check out the uh, book. Check out the article if you want a short version of it. And uh, anyways, and then look for Mattis walking along the Columbia River. Yeah, oh. I know his – I know the news always catches him if he's in town. So Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's really neat to have someone, like, represent Tri-Cities in that way that – we can say, yeah, he's from I'm still trying to figure here. out, like, why here? He's not married, so it's not like he... And I don't think he's from here originally. His mom, I know his... And this is me, just... Uh, Brent knows this, too. I love local news, so yeah. I watch local oh, news. Oh, she does. <laughs> oh, I got a story about that, too. Go ahead. And, um, but his mom passed away. So he was back when his mom passed away. I mean, that's local news for you. Like, oh, your mom passed away? We're going to come and um, <laughs> right, let right, everyone right. know that you're back. So this was about a month ago. <laughs> Staff meeting Monday morning. Uh, we walk in and Mallory goes, "Hey, the sportscaster from KNDU was here last week, or on Sunday yesterday." And I was like, "Really? Well, how do you know that? Did you did he say something to you?" Did, no, she's like, "No, I recognize him from TV." <laughs> and immediately, Andrew and I both looked at her like, "You watch the news?" And Andrew's worked for the local news. Andrew so used like- to freaking work. He was the camera operator at these <laughs> new things. They're like, how did you know that? And then I and then I uh, so then I made reached out and made contact with uh, the guy, and we met for coffee. And, he's, and Brent just trusted me that I was right. Totally. Like- <laughs> and 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 you were you were right on spot on full name and everything. So then I met with him, and he's like, "How did you?" Uh, how, he's like, what did you say? He's like, I didn't. He's like, I purpose. I didn't fill out a card. I purposely didn't fill out a card. How in the world did you know that I was there? And I was like, there's somebody from our team recognized you. And he goes, he goes, how old is she? <laughs> no lie, how old is she? And I go, I don't know. Mallory's probably what? What are you? Thirty four? Thirty two? No, thirty two. Thirty two. I okay. just had to. I literally don't, had don't to act think. like I was ridiculously <laughs> off. Two 32, years? 32. Okay. I was like 32, 34. And he goes, and she watches the news? <laughs> no, he didn't. He did. He did. He goes, not my typical demographic. I just, uh, you know. That uh, is so funny. It was real funny. And uh, so it was Tell it was him, great. like, we have, we have young people coming like to Eastlake. I know. He, he's, he's been coming. He sneaks in, cool. sneaks out. So... Uh, anyways, it was, it was rather funny. So then uh, like, no lie, probably a week or two ago, I was up late. Some show ended and I was flipping through the channels and I stopped on the local news and I was like, I'm going to wait for this guy to show up on the screen. He's good. He, oh, so much better like, than the rest okay, of the people. I was uh, watching. I was yes. Like, God, this is painful. Well, I actually thought about that. I was like, he won't be here for long. Like he's good. I know. Like he, you can tell that he has a career in it. Right. And yeah. I, I told him that too. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're good. He's like, you're good. And I'm like, all right, let's go, dude. I like you already. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, that'll do it. Hey, so a quick update. We are filming this. Or filming this. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Um, so this is going to be dropping later into your feed than than normal. Previously, we had been able to kind of record a podcast on Mondays with Megan, which is great because it was real close to Sundays and refresher for us. Uh, was easy to keep the material at bay. However, moving forward, just a kind of a housekeeping update. Our plan is Tuesday morning to record. That works best with uh, her family schedule, and I I'm flexible with whatever. So. 
Um, you will probably be seeing this drop on either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, depending on whenever can, Chris can get to the editing process. So a little bit later than kind of what we're used to, um, but uh, don't freak out. It's all good. So um, it's still coming. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do when this baby comes, but uh, we're going to figure this thing out and appreciate uh, you guys. I think Clive was in a few podcasts. Has Kylie done the podcast with you? She has. Yeah. yeah. And Clive oh, yeah, yeah. had some cameos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, when he was really little. Yeah. Yeah. Kinsley's not invited, but the little baby... <laughs> She's invited. <laughs> she would do great. She talks like a champ right now. Yeah, um, but the little one will probably. Yeah, you may see a little bit more background though, or hear a little here, bit more background yeah. noise, um, and we're going to be totally okay with that. And learn how to pause and restart a podcast <laughs> and all that because we usually just run right through. Oh, but true. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. It'll be great. But yeah. uh, looking forward to it. Thanks for sticking it out with us. Uh, this weekend we are doing part three of our Just This Once series. Um, we are getting close to finishing up a base camp. We've got a starting point starting up in, in a couple of weeks. Um, all of our fall groups are like in recruit mode right now. So we printed off a booklet with all kinds of different options for you to e even adding a few more in the last couple of days. Um, so be sure to check that out on the community marketplace. Find one that fits your group, uh, your, your groove, your group. I don't know what I was saying there. Um, uh, your, uh, availability as well as your interest level and, uh, get plugged into something and, uh, excited. I'm excited for fall. It's, yeah. it's starting to feel fall-ish. Mm -hmm. Cooler, cooler weather really and all nice good things. So, yeah. Weather. yeah. All right, guys. Have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.